Welcome to the Salted Carmel podcast from the Catholic Parish of Our Lady of Mount Carmel in Carmel, Indiana. This is a podcast where we get to share God's love through normal, everyday parishioners' faith stories. My name is David Cook. I'm the stewardship director here. And with me is my co-host, the always insightful Jody Curtis. <laughs> Jody, who do we have today? Uh, I'm so excited about our show today, David, because we have our friend and very famous Carmelite, Jeff Worrell. So, Jeff, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Just in case there's someone listening who doesn't know who you are, Jeff, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and some of your involvement in the Our Lady Mount Carmel Parish over the years? Sure, sure. Yeah, I'd love to. So thank you. So yeah, I've been, Sherry is uh, the boss of our family. Sherry Worrell is my wife. And she and I have been parishioners since 1988. Love Our Lady of Mount Carmel. We live clear over on the east side. So it is a almost, I feel like a 20 minute commute. Roundabouts make it a little bit better, but a 20 minute commute, it feels like sometimes to get to mass. So uh, we have two children, Brad and Amy, both out of the house, live in Chicago. And Brad is married and was a knight, you know, at Our Lady. Um, our children did not go to the school. When we moved in, we could not, we were one of those families that could not get in. So God bless Our Lady for starting St. Maria Goretti and, and making those things easier for other families. We certainly wanted to support that. So I like to volunteer in Carmel, been involved in Carmel government a little bit, and uh, just really grateful to live in this community and, and be part of Our Lady. My one claim to fame is I served on a committee with Jody to uh, help come up with grateful no matter what. One of the, uh, one of the best adventures uh, that I've had at Our Lady. So Jeff, you got a, a pretty great life so far. Do you want to rewind and kind of go as a child what your faith journey was like or when, what your life was like before you intimately knew Jesus? Sure. Well, it, it'll be a pretty short story because there was no Jesus. I had a great childhood in a very secular way, but there was no mention of Christ. I saw other people. I saw my, uh, you know, my peers. And every once in a while, my parents would send me with the neighbors to, to church, which was like either Presbyterian or whatever. So my really, my big thing, whenever I had to fill out a form, what is your religion? Or someone would ask you, what religion are you? I just picked one. I'd say, oh, Presbyterian, because that's what I, you know, I saw the sign on, you know, the corner or Methodist or Baptist. I mean, for all I knew, I was saying something that uh, might have been, you know, terrible, but I didn't know. So no religion whatsoever, none. And then did you have one concrete moment that made you accept the Catholic faith or Jesus in your life? Or how did your journey continue? Yeah, that that is a great question. So yeah, I think there was a pivotal moment and I'm not proud of this. Uh, it was it was a trauma in my life. But so I was fortunate enough to meet Sherry uh, Rolchen, uh, who's now Sherry Worrell. We met in college, and uh, what I saw from her was someone who went to this thing called mass. And even if she had been studying extremely late at the library on Saturday night, she still went to mass on Sunday, got to meet her family. They loved the Catholic Church. They were proud of the Catholic Church. Catholic was their identity. And I was very intrigued by that. 
but you know, I still was just looking from the outside in. Long story short, I had a trauma in college that that caused me to uh, create kind of an, a public embarrassment to Iowa State University, and and it was in that moment that I crumpled basically in a in a heap, was totally in trouble, big trouble. And I turned to uh, the Newman Center, the Catholic Newman Center, Father Tilt, because I'd been there with Sherry. I didn't know what it, what I was really going to, but I'd been there. And uh, Father Tilt helped get me through that. It was, I mean, I may get a little emotional, but it was, it was life-changing. Very much a, a rock-bottom story, and then you see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I do have kind of a tagline in my life, nothing bad has ever happened to me. And the reason I say that is I've had I've had several of these really terrible days, but as far as events in my life, they have always proven to be either uh, you know bringing my bring me to uh, the Lord and giving me my Catholic faith and my Catholic identity, or helping me to get deeper into my faith because I'm uh, experiencing some challenge or some nightmare or some terrible day, as I like to say, that always end up. Uh, bring me closer to God. So you had this pivotal moment with the priest in the Newman Center, and then I, what did that just start your journey on to converting to become Catholic? Or how, how much yeah. longer did it take you? I actually converted, I remember to this day, I'm not real good with years, but while I was at Iowa State in college, huge Easter vigil celebration, my parents came, if you can believe that, who had never, you know, other than maybe uh, funerals, stepped foot in a church. And uh, they came, my grandmother came. So just a lot of history there. Obviously, Sherry's parents, huge, huge uh, thing for me. But yeah, there was this whole progression that I am broken. I want this. I see it. I need it. And, and you know, some, I don't know how many years later, 40 50 years later, it is, uh, it's the most important thing to me. 40 years, 40 years later, I don't want to date myself, 40 years later. Did your, your parents coming to that and your faith, did that inspire any conversations between them or was it kind of just, they were there to support you and that's it? it, it exactly. That's the kind of people they are or were, you know, my father has passed away, but my mom is still alive. That's the kind of people they, they were. I don't think they, I, I probably wasn't strong enough in uh, personally to meet that challenge that I should have looking back on that as my father went through cancer we did go we were uh, he was getting his treatments in uh, actually you just now helped me recall something very very um, sweet and that is uh, he was at a Catholic hospital getting his treatments and uh, he went with us down to the chapel to pray so you know it, so everything in due time, but they were great people. They just didn't really know about religion. And Jeff, what is your life like in Christ now? Uh, well, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, it could always be better. I am not looking for that next terrible day, but, but I, you know, it's, it's a friendship that, that ebbs and flows. It is, uh, I find my, I, you know, I actually find this COVID thing was, probably one of those bad days in relation to how I look at bad days that helped me to really stoke the fires of my faith and, and maybe uh, turn up the heat a little bit. 
because I was really, really scared uh, when COVID started about what our world was facing. And so, you know, it, 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 it ebbs and flows. I want to say I'm a good friend of Jesus Christ, and, and he's a good friend to me. But, but, you know, like, gosh, I haven't called you forever, Jody, so I'm not the best friend. So, you know, I, gotta, I always am working on, you know, calling Jesus more often. What uh, specifically brought you to Our Lady of Mount Carmel? And then what made you stay? Yeah, uh, ooh, that's easy. This won't sound great. We may have to edit it out. But I live closer to St. Elizabeth Seton, no kneelers. Iowa State, Iowa State, the Newman Center, very traditional. I wanted to kneel. I wanted to get in front of that altar and that cross on my knees. So we had to drive around and we drove to 146 in Oak Ridge Road. Wow, just for kneelers. That's awesome. Well, of course, there was more to it than that. There was this great priest by the name of Father uh, Monsignor Duncan and great man. And um, but yeah, I mean, that's that. Fortunately, there were no kneelers in our neighborhood parish. That's how we got to Our Lady. Jeff, what's one of the best gifts that God has given you? Sure, well, well, I have to go with what pops into my head, but um, you know, I do want to expound on that a little bit because I do feel it is a gift that some of my buddies, my Catholic buddies, um, so went through Christ Renews His Parish back in 1992, I think it was. We still get together on Fridays, and uh, so that's how many years later, and um, a couple of them are pretty darn skeptical. Um, oh, why is the Pope doing this? Or and, and I always say, this is a gift. I don't know why, but if the Pope told me to go walk off the cliff, I would go do it. Uh, and that is a great feeling. It is a great gift, in my opinion. Now, I wouldn't really, okay, you know, but, but I'm just saying uh, to be just faithful no matter what is, is a gift. And, and it obviously came from God. And I don't, I say that in all humbleness, I mean, with humility, it is, I know it's not me. I know it is a gift. It was given to me. Now, now you can expand on your, your first answer with your wife, but who is your biggest faith influencer? Yeah, Sherry. I mean, yeah, literally. So um, Sherry obviously got me to the Catholic church. So, you know, we can't go any further without um, stating that and stipulating that. But uh, she is a rock. She is always challenging me to be more faithful, to be more, I have a hard time sometimes with being generous. And so she is challenging me there, generous from, a, and I don't mean financially or any of that. I mean, generous of spirit and generous of uh, sharing faith and, um, you know, just some of those things that are a little bit more difficult for me to do. And, but she is a rock. She is, uh, I know I'm supposed to be the, the rock guy in the family, but it's Sherry where I say she's a, she's a better man than I am. Well, Jeff, as you mentioned earlier, you were part of the team that came up with the slogan, Grateful No Matter What. What are you most grateful for this week? Oh, this week. Wow. I am grateful for, well, actually this week. So this was my second week going back to adoration. But it was, so the first week I was all by myself. Second week was with my prayer partner, and we've been doing that since it opened. And so uh, we walked out together, and it was just nice to, I mean, I was grateful for that little bit of time, and it was a very, um, it wasn't our normal routine. We we do the office, because we're at four in the morning, so we do the office. There's just us there. So we do the office, 
And getting back into that routine of staying in the office, it, it, it was special. And so that is top of mind for me because that was just a few hours ago. That was to, yeah, I always say, yeah, last night, this morning, however you want to look at it. All right. So we are the salt of the earth and we are the Salted Caramel Podcast. And so we have this, our, our own tagline of staying salty, which means staying a good disciple or keeping your faith sword sharpened. So how are you staying salty this week? Well, I think it's probably paying attention to the small things. So remembering to pray, which is a challenge for me, not letting my, you know, my mind tends to wander, even in adoration sometimes about the things that are top of mind that I have to do maybe at, you know, when the sun rises. So it, so I think um, if I'm understanding what being salty is, it is really paying attention to the, to the smaller things and creating those habits, sticking with the habits, looking for new habits, but doing kind of the, the stuff that has gotten me this far, I guess I'll put it that way. So, so I want to, I want to be better at being a daily Catholic. And that is always my challenge. Yeah, Jeff, I think we like to leave our listeners with a call to action. And I think that's a beautiful message right there to practice the details of being a better daily Catholic. And by the way, one of those options could be to sign up for an hour of adoration. Yes, yes. Let's make this a commercial. Yes, we need more adorers. So absolutely. And if anyone wants to know, you know, what it's like or what you have to do, or and I'm, I'm happy to be a sub if, if they can't do it all the time. That has been the gift in my hours that there are two of us and we committed. So, you know, because I travel, he travels every once in a while. So it's good to have a partner. Yeah, talk, talk about the, the partnership of it, because I don't think a lot of people know that that's a process. Right. Yeah. So it, it would be a scary thing. I might say, oh, I can't commit to an hour because I have to be out of town once a month. Well, fortunately, in my situation, my partner, he's got it. We work it out. And he if I can't be there, he's got it. So it, and I'm and the adorers at three o'clock in the morning, husband, wife team. So if something's going on, I've noticed sometimes it'll be just one of them. Generally, it's both of them, but one of them if something else is going on. So, you know, the partnership, I think, is the secret to allow you to not have to say, no, can't do it. I, I travel every six months. <laughs> no, I travel, you know, get a partner. And, and, uh, and I'm happy to help connect if, that, if there's any way to, to help find a partner. Well, Jeff, thank you so much for sharing your story with us today. And we want to encourage everyone to stay salty. Yes, yes. I'm glad to know about staying salty. All right. As always, we're going to end this week with a prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Come Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ, thank you so much for Jeff's life. Thank you for his testimony. Thank you for giving him his wonderful wife, Sherry, to lead him closer to you and to help him be a great role model for us. Jesus, help us to become daily Catholics, to look for the small things and to actually remember to pray in every moment of the day, whether it's just five minutes in the morning, five minutes at the night. Help us to turn to you each day. As always, we pray in your name. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for listening today. And stay salty. Stay salty.